Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is Jeff T from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. What up, y'all? It's Tiva from Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Now, we're a college football show, but I'm a massive NBA fan. Now, I'm a Pelicans fan, which could be a trying existence at times, and well, the news about Zion's been no fun lately, but whatever. I love the NBA, right? And if you love the NBA, there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Well, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use. Uh, FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and you know stuff going on all the time. Uh, when you win, very importantly, you get paid fast. And FanDuel has lots of ways to play, okay? Spread, money line, over-unders, totals, player props, individual same-game parlays, multi-game parlays. It's all there with the live betting. It doesn't matter if you're running up late, you got to your party late, you're hanging out with the fellas, the girlfellas, whatever the point is. Live betting, I mean, you can jump right in, you can bet with your friends, and you too can be cheering for these same things. So, what are you waiting for, okay? Download the FanDuel app today, and let's start to make every moment more with FanDuel. Promo code SNAPS. Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome into a brand new episode of SNAPS, Monday, February 13th, which... By the way, everyone, if you're like me, you're so wrapped up in football and whatnot that you sat here, you said today's date, and you were like, oh, my God, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So, again, in case anybody listening does not know, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. You still have time, okay? We are fine. We're a full 24 hours ahead of this thing. Flowers, maybe a sweet handwritten card. If you have kids, maybe get your kids to write some stupid little card because they're dumb and they got tiny hands. They can't read. They can't really draw. But it's a thought that counts. Like, there's plenty that we can still do, fellas, famellas. That's the female version of fellas as well because, you know, guys like presents too. Okay, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Prepare to celebrate your significant others. We celebrate another wonderful day of football. 
here on Snaps. I'm one of your hosts, T-Bob uh, Bear, joined by Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's up, dude? Uh, I'm a little bit worried right now. I was wondering, there was a, a, I got a ring notification on my phone. It was a flower delivery, a bunch of roses. I was like, oh, tomorrow's oh, wow. Valentine's Day. I did not buy those. Who's huh? the side piece for my wife that's sending her roses mm -hmm. to the front door? So I'm going to have to go look after this to, uh, I mean, she's pretty hot, dude. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, dude. Uh, it, it could be, it could be a lot of people to be fair. So, uh, we'll see how big of a social media following does Sharon have. I don't know. Uh, maybe Maddox, maybe Maddox got on and got some flowers for her, her mama. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they're yeah, for me. Maybe, maybe, oh, maybe Sharon got me flowers. Maybe I got some roses for once. I don't know. Uh, yeah, she was, so. I just got I just got her flowers for her birthday, which was a week ago. Mm. So like, do I do the whole flowers again thing? Like, I feel like I've already done been there, done that over the past week. Do I re up and do flowers two times in two weeks? Does it is it is it that? Is it just a card? What are you doing? Give me give me give me your your. Um, so we're going to Disney this weekend, so we're not going to spend money on presents. So I got a nice little free get out of jail free card there. I'm going to buy her a little Lululemon and uh, mm. call it a day and some roses. And like I said, you know, something like a handwritten card goes a long way. I will not be able to finish this in time, but I'm a big fan of editing together home movies. So compiling all the, um, yeah clips that I've amassed over like a year or two. And then I just make some very, you know, uh, not that creative, but creative to me, just like you get a song that you love and you just put a bunch of clips behind it. It's very easy, very fun. And uh, it tends, you know, it tends to check the box in terms of like, there was effort put into this. So now I care about it. Um, so look, not a ton of college football news to get to today on snaps, even though we are a college football show. Uh, but there is football, right? The Super Bowl was last night. And so we're going to um, break it down, uh, I guess, kind of from a bunch of different angles. And, I, and I've tried to find maybe some college football angles to kind of infuse in there as well. So if you're hanging out with us here, um, youtube.com slash the volume, hit the like button, please. If you're here in the chat, help spread the word, share the post. If you're listening on podcast, rate it, review it, share it with your friends, please. If you want to spread the good word of snaps. We love doing this every day with you. Uh, Aaron, how about it though? Super Bowl last night, which in many ways means, um, another football season has come yep. to an end and, uh, it was a fantastic game. The two top teams, in the NFL going toe to toe. Um, very well coached, very well played, a bit of a wet fart ending. We'll get into all of that, but, but first, how about this? Because we are a college football show. I, I want to look at some of the colleges that some of the main players went to last night and just kind of give you an idea of, look, man, uh, you know, the, the beauty of college that it produces these gyms all over the NFL. Now the, 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 the Eagles are pretty chalky, right? They're a little blue, but right. You got Oklahoma for Jalen hurts. You got Alabama for Devonte Smith, you know, AJ Alabama Brown for Jalen hurts, Alabama yeah. for Jalen hurts. I know you stuck that in there. Alabama for Jalen hurts, Alabama for Jalen hurts. So this is, you, this is like when you were confusing me, you were, you're trying to tell me that that sec, that there's a sport like the sec men's basketball is a league that plays. So you're telling me that Jalen hurts, played for Alabama, even though he did, he did. He I did. saw him yeah. go to the Heisman ceremony in an Oklahoma uniform. He graduated from Oklahoma and led Oklahoma. Actually, to the he graduated okay. from Alabama. 
was a grad transfer to Oklahoma. So he did not graduate mm. from Oklahoma. So well, okay, like yeah. you're kind of stepping over my point here. The is, point is like, yeah, the Eagles are pretty chalky, right? Alabama. You get AJ Brown uh, from Ole Miss, you get uh, Darius Slay from Mississippi State, which even that I love, right? That you have these two players yeah. that have been going toe to toe forever now, doing it on the same, you know, doing it on the Prague field, but doing it on the same field come Sunday. CD Deuce, Florida. Shout out Dallas Coder, though, South Dakota State. But this 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 uh this Chiefs roster though is a bit more interesting to me. I mean you know, we got Texas Tech with Pat Mahomes. Um, Travis Kelsey, Cincinnati, as in Jason Kelsey. Pacheco came from Rutgers randomly. Uh, Sky Moore, who scored the first touchdown of his career in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter last night, which has to be an incredible feeling. Um, Sky Moore went to Western Michigan, right? So it's like, as, as, as we enter this new era of college football, and you're just going to see this further concentration of power. It feels like we're only talking about the same handful of teams every day. I can't help but be reminded about what we talked about on the first Saturday snaps this football season, in which one of the best parts about college football is that it remains this incredibly diverse, varied um, sport where you get all sorts of weird little cultural nooks and crannies spread throughout the country and players that will go on to star in the NFL coming from all levels and spread throughout the country. I guess what I'm saying is I'm being very long-winded. It's, 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 um, there's a lot of value in college football outside of just the big boys. And that's on display with guys like, you know, from Texas tech and, and Western Michigan and Rutgers making the great plays last night. No. And, and you'll still get those, those diamonds in the rough, like those guys that all these scouts take such pride in like the fifth, sixth, seventh round, draft pick from a smaller school or an undrafted free agent that that makes the roster that finds a way to to stay healthy and then you know contribute at some point during their career or even become a starter at some point like you love those stories but i disagree in the sense of i do think it's gonna be harder and harder because if you do ball out say you are at a Rutgers or a cincinnati yeah. well i mean cincinnati's moving to a power five now or whatever group of five school out there or south dakota state with the resources that are out there with a lot of these games being easily streamed on TV where a, a power five school can watch you and see you and see the highlights and kind of say, like, Ooh, who's that guy? And say, Hey, why don't we find a way to get him paid X amount of dollars and use his one free transfer to come to our university. So while there will always be those that, that mature a little bit later that continue to get developed and, and maybe have one or two seasons to start at a group of five team, if you are talented, you will be found. You'll be given an NIL deal. You will be yeah. asked to use your one free go to leave your university, to go to a power five school. So I just think that bubbles a little bit tinier and will continue mm. to kind of get a little bit more compact as we go. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. So never mind. Um, there is no quirkiness left in college football and the never-ending pursuit of greater profit and the TV deal has stamped mm. out exactly the point that I was just trying to make. So let's talk, look, Sorry. let's talk about the Super Bowl then. You can have your Aaron, opinion, T Bob. Good for you. Good for you. I don't Well, no, no, it's not. No, I mean, no, sadly, sadly, I think you're I think you're probably right. Right. Like I, I've been very clear throughout this entire reforging of college football that the worst part about NIL, like the coolest part, is people finally be able to benefit off of their talent while they're relevant, right? The worst part yeah. is I do think it leads to it, – it kind of reflects the American economy as a whole, right? It's, yeah. it's More and more yeah. of it is going to be in the hands of fewer and fewer people, and you're only going to see that concentration of power continue. 
Uh, Chad Lopez says, excuses after excuse. Mahomes three times better than Hurts all mother effing day, and I'm a real dog. All right, Chad. Um, who, who, thank you who, for letting us who. know about the legitimacy of your dog status there at the end. Wait, first um, off, I just looked at the – speaking of the chat, I just looked at the chat, and does Aaron's wife have a side piece, and 67% of yeah. the votes are yes. That makes me a little sad. Yeah. Well, look who's sitting Hopefully beside not. you right now, okay? Me and Sharon have been banging this entire time. I mean, you might want to do a paternity <laughs> test, dude. We actually got hooked up before we even started this show. It's insane. Oh, yeah. Can't believe that fate uh, that fate led us Maddox, here. I Maddox, met a random Maddox, one Maddox night. does look like a big ass. He does look like a big ass <laughs> offensive lineman. <so. laughs> um, uh, what a twist! If I was actually the side piece, I'm snaking QB one. I'm cucking QB one <laughs> this entire time. Hell yes, dude. Um, no, not I'm not Aaron's side piece, bro. I'm yeah, Sharon's what? side piece. Come no, on. damn it, no. No, this is more fun. I ain't going to say no to Aaron. I saw uh, I saw that shirtless picture of Aaron on vacation the other day looking like Ooh. a snack. Abbed up and harried up. A nice tanned up. Mm -mm -mm. Um, okay, look. I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Jalen Hurts is better than Patrick Mahomes. I am going to tell you I think it's no. a little aggressive after how good Hurts played to say that Mahomes is three times better. And I would also start here is that um, even though I had a pretty good read on this game, and my bets did all right with three and two, very dangerously close to going five zero here. But uh, you four and one told me uh, four and one. Uh, oh, did you really? Oh, damn. Yeah, Fuck. Four one. The only one I didn't hit. The only one I didn't hit was was Patrick Mahomes over nineteen and a half rushing yards. I had the under. Is the only one I didn't hit. I had Kelsey over seventy nine. He had eighty one. Uh, Patrick over one two touchdown passes. Yes. Jalen under one and a half passing touchdowns. Yes. Eagles plus one and a half. And then the fifth one was Patrick Mahomes under 19 and a half. Uh, so I missed the fifth. So I was four. four Did he four, not four, hit? Four, wait, he had like four, 40. He had like 40 something yards rushing though. He had the under. I'm saying I had the under. I had the under. Well, you had the under. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. Okay. Yeah, sorry. But you got real close because if he had taken one more knee, you'd been real close. Yeah. I mean, okay. So a good day, a good day from the snap sports. I need somebody to go over a hundred yeah. yards very close. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares about my missed bets. The point is if you would have told me before the game that Jalen hurts was going to complete 71% of his passes for 304 yards, a touchdown, no mm. picks with additional 15 carries for 70 yards and three touchdowns. I would have told you there was no way in hell that Philly would have lost that game. And that would have been before he even got to the home stat line, which the game Mahomes played is much better than what the stats will reflect. And we can get into that, right? But you're going to tell me Mahomes is going to throw for under 200 and three scores? Like, again, I'm telling you 100% Philly wins that game. So it's um, it really speaks to the adjustments that Andy Reid and the Chiefs made going into that second half. Uh, as to how they ended up winning this game. And it's kind of emblematic of why they've been so great here, I guess, these last few years, because uh, they played a perfect second half. I mean, Bill Barnwell has yeah. a great write-up on ESPN.com about it right now. That was an offense that couldn't really get anything going first half. They had seven points. They were barely on the field, which huge credit to Nick Sirianni and the Eagles. Great plan. Do you know if you can't stop Mahomes, just don't let him be on the field ever with Philly winning the time possession by 10 minutes. Well, but and, 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 that's and the half. defensive touchdown didn't help either. The defense is, the, the, the defensive touchdown didn't help. I mean, that that's a possession and, loss and, in a good way. Cause you get, yes. you get a touchdown out of it, but still your offense is on the sideline for 
75 percent the first half there on the sidelines just sitting there with his yes i mean just from a pure explain the uh, yeah like from a pure explain the box score standpoint losing that possession at the time when also the eagles are putting together these extremely long drives yeah it led to mahomes just not getting the opportunity to be out there so it affected his volume numbers right but in that second half, the Chiefs come out there, and they just can't be stopped, man. Four drives would have been four touchdowns if not for Jarek McKinnon very smartly taking a knee there at the end. Yep. So, uh, look, Jalen Hurts was awesome. But, yes, this is Pat Mahomes saying, I am the greatest football player on planet Earth. Uh, I just got my second Super Bowl along my second NFL MVP twice as fast as anybody else to do it recently. Um, you know, MVPs going into the Super Bowl were O for their last nine, not anymore. Uh, it, 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 oh, now the whole thing about you can't pay a quarterback X amount of your cap and win the Super Bowl, that's done yeah. thanks to Pat Mahomes. Like, he just continues to rewrite everything we know about football. And uh, I guess we can continue to weave this back into college football. I tweeted this last night because I love Travis Kelsey after the game getting on. I don't know if he, he wasn't directing this at the Kansas City fans. It was more of the media saying that you know everyone doubted us before the season everyone said that he didn't say this but you know, hinted that you know once Tyreek you know moved on and was in, in Miami that hey this team wasn't going to be good enough to win a Super Bowl but yeah not to not to toot our own horns but horn but if you have an elite quarterback which Patrick Mahomes like you alluded to is the best college football or not best quarterback in America in the world uh when you have that piece along with a tight end you know how much I love tight ends you're going to find a chance to win championships, which they did this year. So would Tyreek have made them better this year? Maybe, but they they illustrated the numbers yesterday, last night on the game. Like their numbers this year without Tyreek, which was so surprising because to me, he's one of the best weapons in all of, of, of the NFL. Yeah. We're actually better this season. And that just shows you the maturity of Patrick Mahomes getting better every single year, understanding how to run this offense, maybe without re- having to rely on Tyreek to just say, screw it. Tyreek somewhere down there. Let me just go launch the ball down the field. Playing within Andy Reid's system has just been awesome to see him do that this year. You know, Juju came on the second half. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the Travis Kelsey show. It's the Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey show. There's not as many superstars as what the Eagles have. But when you have the best quarterback, he's going to find a way to make it happen, even with a bum ankle. So um, I was super impressed with him in the second half. But to me... I still think that the 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 star of the show last night was Jalen. It was. I mean, the way Jalen yeah. played that football yeah. game, the way he commanded it, the way he ran, uh, every single one of those damn quarterback sneaks, the way he threw the football with anticipation and touch, was ever able to layer it over defenders. I mean, that that throw to Goddard on the sideline was one of the best throws I've ever seen in my life. I mean, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Like I would never have thought Jalen Hurts would be capable of making a throw like that. Like he was the best player on the field last night. He was. He was the best player. His team just didn't win the football game. Um, Randall Riley. We got a lot of new names in the chat today, which, by the way, what up, unknown Raider guy? Chad Lopez, Doffy Don Quixote, Griffin, Mahomes, Randall Riley. Randall Riley says, LMAO, Jalen is so good. He scored for both teams. Nice fumble, Hurts. <laughs> Look, again, I mean, nobody is hurting worse than Jalen Hurts mm. today. But at the same time, it's a testament to how incredible he played that yeah. the more level-headed amongst – now, there's been a couple people in chat to bring up the fumble. 
but the more level-headed recognize, okay, the fumble is what it is, but the good that Jalen Hurts had far outweighed the bad. Like, nothing Ooh, Philly yes. wants to do offensively yesterday works. If, like, the whole reason, like, Philly is kind of interesting watching last night. They play with four downs in a way that yeah. other teams cannot. And, and so much of that is because of Jalen Hurts and how unstoppable he is in a fourth and short uh, quarterback sneak situation, like the ability to convert on fourth down. Well, the fourth and five was just awesome. That was just like pure yeah, analytics. Yeah, QB like, draw. This Are is, you kidding yes, me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So, like, Jeez. they it opens up portions of like strategy and drive making that is just not available to other teams. Yeah. From you have the uh, Jalen Hurts clip from the post game ready to roll because look at the end of this. I think Jalen Hurts does come out a big winner. I think people believe, okay, he is a legitimate great NFL quarterback. And I think that yes. people are very excited to see what he's going to do from here. And I still love Jalen Hurts, think, unlike um, Alabama fans. Hold on, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause it, pause it, my bad. Go to, okay, I'm going to call for it in a second because I want to set this Classic, I, dro- I jumped it. I jumped you. That's on me. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. You're, you're like, you're like the uh, the SUV commercial last night. Just a little premature. What was it? Oh, which, by the way, we was, we got it. That that commercial was like somebody <laughs> in the writing room had like one kernel of a good joke, and they were like, "What if we took this joke and just beat the Dude, fucking shit out of it?" T-Bob, just all just dying T-Bob. for a commercial. T-Bob. What? That what is? Are, are you? Hitting here in front of God and YouTube and and talking to other people running dick jokes into the ground. Yeah. No, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Um, if I'm of all people, you should have, I would fear you'd appreciate it the more than anyone. No, because, because, because at least when I'm making uncouth jokes, I like to think they're jokes, uh, they're different joke lines that I'm at least exploring. Um, this was literally the same premature ejaculation joke just replaced replaced with electrication or whatever and it just never ended it felt like that scene in sin city with the yellow bastard y'all know what i'm talking about yeah of course i've seen sin city yeah the movie rules yes yes when when he punches the yellow bastard into a literal pulp and there's nothing left like that was my brain by the end of that joke okay um I, I can't believe you two would betray me like this and try to say that. But anyways, we yes, we do have the Jalen Hurts clip. A premature electrication or whatever they were trying to say. Yeah, those I love stupid. it. Um, you probably did like it. The, you're a dumb meathead you and you're like, oh, I'm going to do it. It's, <laughs> like, it's like you're coming too soon. <laughs> um, anyway. Well, you're not taught. Anyway. Um, I love Jalen Hurts. And one of the reasons why, and one of the reasons why he's been successful at this point, and that he's got to continue to be successful, is his mentality. Here is Jalen Hurts after what and he was just robbed again, just like he was in college, of a chance to go win the game, the biggest game he's ever been in for his team. Here's what he had to say. Man, I think um, you want to cherish, you want to cherish these moments. You want to cherish these moments with the people that you've come so far with. You know, um, your family. Uh, your loved ones, your teammates, your peers, everyone that you you do it with and do it for, you know. And uh, I'm so proud of this team, you know. I will say I'm so proud of this team for everything that we've been able to overcome. Uh, obviously, we had a, a big time goal in the end that we wanted to accomplish, and we came up short, you know. And I think the beautiful part about it is everyone experiences different pains. Everyone di- experiences different. Um, agonies of life but you decide if you want to learn from it you decide if you want to use that to be a teachable moment and i 
I know what I'll do. So. I mean, damn, dude. Taking the biggest, um, you know, professional setback that you've suffered in your in your entire life and and basically saying, I'm going to use that as a teachable moment. And and like we talked about on AMP, Aaron, um, I feel you like Jalen Hurts is awesome. He's 24 years old. The Eagles played in the Super Bowl a few years ago. He should get back to this game, but there are no guarantees. Like, you don't know that you ever – Will, uh, one thing that I do like for him is, again, on the mental side, he seems to have figured out, because this is the type of loss that has the potential to shatter you or break you. I, I went through it firsthand, losing national championship at college. That's not exactly one-to-one. -one, but, like, that was a game that was so bad that it broke that team. As guys all went their separate way, didn't talk for a decade, it broke that that school as, like, 17 players left the next year. Like, it was crazy. At least, if nothing else, I'm a Philly fan. Knowing I have Jalen Hurts, I believe that I have the leader that will be able to kind of keep this locker room together, keep this franchise moving in the right direction, and get ourselves in the best position to get back there. It's not a guarantee, but a leader like that positions you to, to at least be in the running each year. I think the one thing that should give yep. them confidence too, sorry, damn, damn lawn people around, so I want to make sure it's not too much buzzing going around. So I think the one thing that should give Philly fans a lot more confidence because of Jalen is the difference between the AFC and the NFC right now. And and Jalen may be the best starting quarterback returning in the NFC next year. I mean, I'm just going through the NFC teams right now. I mean, there's not a lot of great quarterbacks. I mean, we don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do there at Green Bay. Is he coming back? Is he not? Is he ever going to come out of his little retreat that he's in right now? Um, but you look at the rest of it, like who's an elite quarterback in the a NFC? Is there one? I mean, Jalen may be, and I think right now, depending on Aaron Rodgers' situation, is the best returning quarterback in the NFC. And if I'm going to go by what I've said earlier about what it takes to win a championship, you need an elite quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's the case. And you look at the AFC, as we know, the AFC is an absolute grind. Joe Burrow, um, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Justin Trevor Herbert Warren. Trevor Lawrence. Justin Herbert. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, it's, Lamar. It's How Lamar. in the – Aaron, you have pointed out something fascinating here. How in the world are the NFC quarterbacks as bad? They're so like, bad. Is Kirk They're Cousins horrendous. is Kirk Cousins like actually the best NFC quarterback left after no, Jalen Hurts? It's it's, it's, it's Jalen, yeah. It's shit. I guess there's like I mean, just go through it. Like name one. Jared Goff was pretty good this year. Yeah. Jared Goff was kind of nice this year, dude. Atlanta, um, Carolina, I mean, New Orleans, Tennessee. I mean, there isn't – I mean, Stafford, if he's healthy at, at the Rams, San Francisco doesn't, Seattle doesn't, um, Arizona. I mean, he hasn't obviously met expectations. But Gino's all right. Gino's all right, but yeah. Gino, I mean, Andy yeah, Dalton is the best sucks. quarterback in the NFC South, uh, and that is uh, telling you all them. you need to know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how, wow, okay. how polar opposite is the AFC and NFC when it comes to that situation? Yeah, that's shocking. That that is truly. But but to your point, yeah, that would feel then like now what's going to happen with Jason Kelsey and the Eagles, right? We'll see. But that would feel yes. like Jalen Hurts and them should be pretty well positioned to getting back. Yeah, no, um, they should be, and we'll see if there's going to be some offseason moves and quarterbacks will go to different teams, and we'll see if Lamar maybe gets picked up by an NFC team or what happens there. But um, Aaron Rodgers, all that good stuff. But yeah, like right now, Jalen gives me a lot of confidence. The question with Jalen's going to be going forward, just like the same thing that happened with Cam Newton, you know, can he play the style of football that he plays 
and stay healthy year in and year out. Like that's that's the debate because Cam was so great to start his career off too, and then the way he played just got punished. I think I think Jalen has progressed faster as a passer than Cam Newton did. I think maybe that will help him long term. But I mean, the the hits that he takes in the style of football he he plays, and now you add more games and you add postseasons. It's 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 going to be tougher and tougher for him to get through that. So we'll see if he can handle it. Yeah, um, I guess mm, that's that's something that's it's kind of been the eternal the eternal critique with a style like that is exactly that. How sustainable is it? Um, I think Jalen Hurts is as well positioned as anyone ever to be the natural evolution, right? Like Cam took it a mm-hmm. step farther, sustaining longer and becoming NFL MVP and going 15-1 and making the Super Bowl. But then he, when he lost steam, like he lost steam quickly, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden everybody gets in there and say, well, I told you so. It's blah, blah, blah. So we'll, we, we can't know that long-term with Hurts. I do know I would bet on Jalen Hurts. Like you're not going to catch me betting yeah. no. against Jalen Hurts. And that's maybe the lamest part about last night is that Jalen Hurts didn't get his chance to write that record. And it's because of a holding call. And let's be painfully clear. Um, the Eagles did not lose the game because of a holding call. Okay. As I said, Patrick Mahomes, that offense was deadly effective, efficient, and unstoppable in the second half. The Eagles gave up the longest punt return in Super Bowl history, which is really wild to actually think about with that 65-yard return. Uh, the Eagles didn't get a single sack. Which, huge credit to a lot of things. Huge credit to the Chiefs offensive line. Huge credit to Mahomes' ability to avoid sacks when pressured. He does it better than anybody in the entire league. Huge credit to Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and the game plan, where in that second half they come out running the ball. Like, they ran the ball. If you look at the numbers, they ran the ball 50-50 with throwing the ball. That's how they slowed down that Philly pass rush. So there was, like, so many elements as to why Philly lost the game. The only thing I would say about the penalty, it didn't cost the game. But it did cause a wet fart ending in what was otherwise a spectacular back and forth, exciting Super Bowl set up for a legendary ending. And it's a ticky tack gray area call that ends up uh, creating that rather um, just just a huge letdown of an end after the excitement of the, the first three and a half quarters. What was before we, we get into uh, the 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 piss poor performance of of NFL referees or just referees in general this year? What was the sweeter win for Coach Reed? Was it the first Super Bowl? Um, you know, for a guy that's been close, that's been in the game, obviously was there one year with Philadelphia. You know, lost that one to the Patriots. Um, was it finally getting that monkey off his back and winning it, or was it beating his old team that let him go? do you think is sweeter for him? Like a big F you middle finger to the Eagles. I still think it's that first one, but I do think if you're going for a second one, I don't know that you could have scripted it. It like wow. you've scripted the opponent better for Andy Reid's. Yeah. I still think just getting the one is the ultimate, like, okay, I can exhale. Cause he's been doing this for 24 years, right? He went to five yeah. NFC champions. It was the Super Bowl with the Eagles. He never got it. So like to get, and like we said, you may never get back there. So to get that close that many times, that first one is probably the big winner. I would say. Yeah, I, I, this, I agree. I guess this is somewhat like the cherry on top. Like you got the cake, you're celebrating, you're all, you know, yes. Fat and happy, enjoying life, and now all of a sudden, boom! Your second opportunity—I guess third opportunity—to do it, you do it against your former team, and um, I'm happy for him. I—I I, I was lucky enough to to play for him for a couple of years, and he is such a a a master of of 
moving parts in different you know pieces in different ways and i think that's to me that's what's that. helped me understand football in a whole new way of, of moving you know moving kelsey around moving running backs around moving receivers around uh the motions the shifts i mean the touchdown those, those two touchdowns where they're faking the jet sweep and then boom all of a sudden yeah. the receiver goes the other direction when i was back in the day when i was there what we would do is we would run a fake orbit so the running back would uh, receiver would come in motion he would fake like he's going behind the quarterback stop and then turn around and go the other direction. The problem was you were so far away from the line of scrimmage, he caught the ball about seven yards in the backfield, and it worked once. We scored a touchdown on it my rookie year. But Andy Reid, the way he's evolved and continues to evolve, is the same kind of mindset, but instead of him having to come all the way in the backfield seven yards, it's we're just going to keep him at the line of scrimmage, back and forth, boom. We knew it's going to be man-to-man coverage based on you know film study, and all of a sudden he's wide open in the end zone for a touchdown. I mean, just absolute the best at understanding the defense, understanding their tendencies, and then understanding his personnel and how to move those guys around based on the shifts and motions. I mean, the Kelsey coming in and, and getting leverage on the DB for his first touchdown. It's a thing of beauty. I mean, he's just so much fun to watch paired with Patrick Mahomes. Um, but yeah, this was the back to the top, right? This was just the cherry on top. This was a great second dessert for Andy Reid winning his second Super Bowl, beating his former team. And... And we all know Andy Reid loves dessert. Okay. I can say that. Mm-hmm. I'm a fat guy too. Okay. So I'm allowed to make those kind of jokes. Oh, I used lot. to get donuts for him every Friday. Trust me. I, my rookie no, year. No, I mean, that's I in charge of donuts. The There's no way. There's no way Andy Reid <laughs> makes the rookie quarterback be in charge of getting him well, donuts no, no, every Friday. I had to get it. I had to get it for all the quarterbacks. It wasn't just like, okay, okay, okay. Say, hey, rookie, <laughs> go get me a donut. This is the best. So I would have to get donuts for everyone. This was chase this was chase hazing me as a rookie uh so i would have to go get donuts for before friday meetings and then coach reed every every week would come into the room during our first meeting would open the box and look at him and think i'm like like think about it like he's like pondering do i really want it do i not want it Should I yeah. eat? like we're all like coach reed you're gonna get one like let's stop playing the game. Just get a donut and let's be on no, our no, way. no, 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 no. For your own personal mental health, it's important to play the game, right? It's important to feel yes. like, well, at least I just grab the damn. At least donut. I weighed my options. And and what kind of donuts does Andy Reid prefer? What are his favorite donuts? Oh, I think he would mix it up all the time. Doug Peterson liked the jelly filled. Uh, Chase liked the jelly filled because that's when I put the sriracha on it in his jelly filled the one day. Um, oh, wow. Nagy liked the little glaze. Actually, Nagy liked the little blueberry um, donut. And I think Coach Reed was always something different every week. He was always willing to try whatever oh. kind of was left. But the, he always played the game. Always played the game. Like no one else did. Everyone like they had their donut order. They went in there. They grabbed it. Coach Reed would just go in there and see what's yeah. left. And like I said, play the mental gymnastics. Just grab the damn donut. No, bro. You it's just like it. faking a jet sweep. It's just like faking a jet sweep, right? He's setting you up. Every oh. with that, you're consistently running that jet sweep motion every single week, and then one day he just reaches in and grabs it immediately, and you're all taken aback. You don't know how to react. There actually is an awesome write up again uh, by Bill Barnwell on ESPN where he has links to like replays and plays, and he really goes in depth. If you want to check it out about um, about the jet sweep motion, how it was used to great effect, and exactly what Aaron talking yeah. about the fake jet sweep used those touchdowns. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics, UCLA, Duke, 
Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What up, y'all? The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because check it out, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. So that's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So like, let's say you want to put like 200 in there. Okay, well, great. You, you can. You can do that no-sweat first bet up $200. If it hits, great. You double up. If not, well, guess what? You get that money back in bonus bets with which... To use, right? And you can bet money on like everything, right? Money line, point scores, threes hit, um, no matter what you want. Now, I don't know what the odds you get on Zion returning this season are. Probably not very good. I am a Pelicans fan. Steve uh, up here, host of the college football show Snaps here in the volume, which you should use the promo code Snaps when you sign up to take advantage of this deal. Um, but like, no matter what you want to do, parlays, like day to day action, same game. All over league, futures, it's all here for you. Live betting if you get to the game late and you still want to be involved, it's all here for you on FanDuel. So, don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to 1 
$1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash snaps. FanDuel.com slash snaps to learn more. Loan? Learn? Learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Okay, on the referees, again, didn't cost you the game. Did cost you an exciting ending. And where I am disappointed is I am someone who believes in context and gray area when it comes to judgment calls and things like that, right? This was a classic gray area call where what I mean by that is if it's called, it is a penalty, right? If it's not called, it is not a penalty. Like it is Schrodinger's penalty. It exists in both states at once. And it's not until you actually make a call or don't that you decide what it actually is. Like, I, I I, would love to create some sort of alternate dimension machine, Aaron, where we go into the dimension where it's not called. And I wonder, like, do they show the replay? Are people in an uproar about it? Is Twitter freaking out about how it should have been a flag? Me personally, I don't think so. Juju Smith-Schuster wasn't even freaking out about mm-hmm. how it should have yep. been a flag. He was ready to jog off the field. He thought it was yeah. just some classic good hand fighting, and he lost the battle. Okay, let's go kick a field goal and see what happens. Like so, so, and you know, people say, well, "What do you want to do? You can't just adjust the calls because it's late in the game. It's a flag. It's a flag. That that works in some yeah. sort of perfect binary world where like this is red and this is black, but that is not what this is. There is no doubt in my mind." That ref should have swallowed his whistle there and that nobody would have cared. Yep. You would have had a small amount of fans upset online, but it would not have gotten uh, nearly as much attention today. Nobody would be saying it was a missed call. This wouldn't be like the NOLA no call. It was mm-hmm. um, it was really bad for the NFL, quite frankly, yeah. I feel like. The fact that this has become now such a story. Yeah, and then the, the ending that we all wanted was was not as exciting as as what we we could have received. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, if it was egregious and like so, if someone got tackled and he got ripped down and he's trying to, you know, he's running and his arms are in the air because he's getting turned around in one direction. Like, I get that, but in that situation when it was so ticky tack, when like there was a small grab, there's a grab on every single play. Offense, yep. defense, O-line, D-line, receivers, DBs, everyone, someone's grabbing someone. Juju, we talked about it in the, in the pre-show. Juju got grabbed going across the middle early in the game that wasn't called, <laughs> and he was going crazy. He's like, what he the hell? How did you not see it's right in the middle of the field? Like, And once yeah. again, like he, like he's a guy, every receiver's animated. Like Anytime there's anything that they feel like there should be a flag, they're going apeshit about it. And the fact that, like you alluded to, the fact that he wasn't, that he was running off the field, kind of was like an indication that he didn't even think it was that bad. So no. I, I, I think that it was a moment there that, yes, as a, as a referee, you look up, you see it's a tie game, you're, you're in the middle of this whole situation, you understand the magnitude of the football game, you understand the excitement of the football game, you understand that, that, that Philadelphia may get one more opportunity to tie it because most likely Kansas City is going to get a field goal here. I'm in my back of my mind saying unless someone gets knocked down, a face mask yeah. ripped off. Someone gets fucking murdered on the field. I am not throwing a flag. Just don't throw it. And just situational awareness, man. He he crapped the bet on that one. It's unfortunate. I would have loved to have seen some Jalen Hurts magic at the end of the game. Oh, bro. I mean, think about the narratives that would have been floating oh. in the air if Jalen Hurts has mm-hmm. gotten the ball back right. We all know about the 
championship failure and being subbed out at halftime and everything, right? This is a man who in college, uh, you know, he scores the, 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 what should have been the game when he scored only to watch Trevor Lawrence and Clemson march down on his defense and take a championship away from, him. okay, well this time he has somebody to say about it. He's been the MVP of both teams so far tonight. He's put up the best stats of the night. And now he has uh 75 yards to go write his legend. All of that should have been in play. Instead, we got oh. kneeling the ball into an old school extra point field goal and Jalen Hurts had to watch for the second time in his career. Mm-hmm. The defense let him down after he did his job at the end of a championship game. That is so, so, I mean, we missed out. Like, we legitimately think, missed do, out do as fans scores a touchdown? and consumers. Do you think they um, score a touchdown and they get a field goal or throws a pick? But that's, let's, let's rewrite the ending right now for Jalen and the Eagles. I say, I mean, <laughs> I say he drives yeah, down for a field goal yeah, and go to overtime. Yeah, I think okay. they go down the okay. field. I think they get a field goal. They go to overtime. Is the overtime rules different for a Super Bowl? Like, do each team automatically get, but or is it the same rules in the sense of like, if someone scores a touchdown, they win? No, it is, it's the new playoff win. rules where both teams get the ball. Okay. Oh, even if a touchdown is scored, I believe so. Yes. Okay, okay, that makes that's sense. That's how it should be. Um, I would say at that point, Kansas City still wins the Super Bowl, but at least we get overtime. I think he would have drove him down. Yeah, I mean, look, look again. This is not to take away from anything Kansas City's done, because as I said, you will not no. find a more perfect second half than what they played, running the ball, the efficiency of Patrick Mahomes. So, and they were, I mean, quite literally unstoppable. They didn't get stopped. Like the only reason he didn't score a touchdown on all four drives is because he he took the knee at the one, which super heads up play, as the Eagles are trying to. Let them score. Um, because he was told probably 20 times in the huddle during the timeout that, like, don't you fucking score. <laughs> yeah, I know. Still, though, dude, I mean, you know, it's like I've dude. seen crazier things. I've seen crazy. Like, I know, people, but there was a hundred times. Over, you've been trained you've one way your entire life. Uh, no. In the, in the sideline, in the huddle, the coaching staff says it. The enemy is telling him that. Patrick Mahomes in the huddle, he's saying it as soon as he walks in. Do not score a touchdown. He's saying it as soon as he, after he calls the play, do not score a touchdown. When they're getting lined up to go, you know, blue 80, blue 80, set hut, he's looking at him saying, don't score a freaking touchdown. Like he was told at least 20 times not to get in the end zone there. So if he did, there's not many brain cells left. Um, no, I mean, yes, yes. I still believe Jared McKinnon deserves a little credit for that. I think, no. I think, I don't no. care what the situation is forcing your brain to overcome thousands of hours of like basic instinct training, I will still give credit for. Um, Chat is talking about a rumor of Deion Sanders to head coach the Cowboys. I thought Brum had already reached full producing boner earlier when he got to put his Jalen Hurts elite. (laughs) In the uh, in the chat, but this would be the the full realization of what. If Deion uh, Sanders uh, goes to the Cowboys, we're moving to Dallas. We're all we're all we're all we're all us ESPN and Fox are going to be neighbors with fucking Skip Bayless, and we're all moving to Dallas. I want to go to Skip's uh, little weird uh, condo no with that awkward tax. back paneling. And he had on the oh no, saying okay, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Let's um, let's go. 
Okay, what else uh, did I want to mention from this game? I went to Super Bowl party last night where we played Super Bowl bingo instead of squares, and bingo was super fun, man. It kept everybody much more engaged on a play-to-play basis, right? So one square was like slow-motion replay of Patrick Mahomes throwing from an odd art angle, right? There was like celebrity sightings as if they had to be at the game or just like this celebrity showing up in a commercial there's roger goodell so it was a whole bunch of stuff but like what it led to males females whatever everybody had a great time playing super bowl bingo so i would say like you know it's somebody everybody plays squares and they're all well and good yes. but it's very passive it's a bit more active when you're all sitting around being like oh i got this oh doritos like it led to a sentence where a guy was like oh my god jack harlow and doritos in the same commercial oh, what an incredible commercial which i don't think i ever would have heard <laughs> somebody utter otherwise uh what what did you was, do for the super bowl was premature night? ejaculation at all one of the squares for uh no no, no there was no premature electrication yeah. on there uh electrication. unfortunately yeah that's the word uh dude nothing i was supposed to go to a party but we we had a charity event saturday night that we took maddox mm. to which was a big mistake uh gala he looked great in his little tuxedo who could have seen that coming yeah i know i know i know which was he was good. so like there was three segments of the the gala there was the you know happy hour red carpet part which was about two hours there was the actual banquet portion of it and then there was the dancing afterwards so he was going to get a babysitter for the banquet portion of it we just wanted to get him in a tuxedo pictures at first and he came yeah, down there's 1400 people he's running around touching icicle things and popping balloons i'm like oh my god so luckily the babysitters then took him and watched you know pizza and movies in the hotel room and then uh, he came back for the dancing portion but we were uh we were so exhausted last night i was like i'm just gonna sit my butt on this couch by myself and watch the super bowl in peace which was absolutely amazing so very so you do it. you do hit on something which is as an adult the best part about charity and charitable functions is it's just an excuse to get so drunk, like to get college drunk, yeah. to get to get old school effed up, right? It's like uh, my favorite thing every year is this thing's called Hogs for the Cause, and it's an incredible cause, right? You raise money for families that are dealing with like you know uh, childhood like cancer and treatments where they got to come stay in a city for a while. You put them up in housing, like really, really great cause, right? But what it turns into is just a music festival with free flowing booze, drugs, yep. and 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 barbecue. Cause it's hogs, it's all pigs. Like, and it's awesome. And it's for a great cause. So as you get to be an adult, you appreciate that the real beauty of charity is an excuse to party with all your friends while feeling good about yourself, right? Uh -huh. You yeah. don't have the anxiety of I'm wasting this time because I'm doing something positive for society. Um, especially, especially when it's in Athens and we got a hotel room too. So it's like, we're, we're, we're mommy and daddy turn up tonight. Yes, dude. Hey, what'd you think about uh Riri at the halftime show? I thought Riri was eight and a half out of 10. I thought she was phenomenal. Yep. I thought she killed it. Great music. The marshmallow men and women were a little bit weird at times, but um, then you find out that she was prego. You're like, okay, that 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 ups the ante because she was, like you alluded to in the uh, our amp show, she was 200 feet in the air, pregnant, yeah. kicking some butt, which was- I mean, she really had so, think about she it. She has so many good hits too, which which is which was really good. I thought I thought everyone could enjoy last night like if you didn't like all the dancing i get it but if you would have just like close your eyes and listen to the performance of the music i thought she sounded great uh, i thought she sounded really really good honestly and i thought the music was was yeah. phenomenal 
Yeah, I think that, um, you know, and you could tell that she was kind of dancing in a phone booth, which led to a lot of the pregnancy talk yep. because obviously some doctor had told her you got to keep it kind of chill. But but really think about it. Think about being five months pregnant on that weird, crazy stage floating 200 feet in the air. You got 100,000 watching live. You know, you got hundreds of millions watching mm -hmm. home. Everything is on you. The anxiety, your heart would be pounding out of your chest. And she absolutely nailed it. And, and I'm yeah. with you. My main takeaway was that... Um, her music is kind of sneakily has been the bar music of my entire adult life. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like from the time I graduated college and or the end of college until I kind of stopped going out a couple of years ago, last night made me realize that all I was listening to was Rihanna the yeah. entire time. And I'm not even mad at it. It was, um, it, that, that, I thought it was great. Uh, Big Lucci says lip sync. Yes, look, the actual performance is lip sync, but it was obvious that the track she was using, she had sung live while performing, right? Like, you're not going to set up the audio at halftime for the Super Bowl to have live audio. At least I don't think they do that the majority of the time. But she sang them live, I believe at least, for that track. It didn't sound like too overproduced to me. I thought I thought she did, um, I thought she did really great. well. So I was kind I of at know. a 7 5. And then I, I can, I like a Rotten Tomatoes, I give it a thumbs up, certainly. But I could get up to 8.5, given the the context of being pregnant and everything else and how she owned that stage. Uh, Lonnie Clark saying, I wouldn't pay for that performance. Okay, Lonnie. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that. Um, nah, I'm going to be nice. It's all good. Uh, anything else stand out? None of the commercials really, I don't know. I don't think anything really landed too home. But then again, I was at a party, so there was a lot of like, talking going yeah, on and really watching it yeah yeah uh no, okay final thing for is better it, it, was, it was it was a really good super bowl outside the end i will agree with that uh brum can you give me this video of eagles fans i can't i we'll, we'll, can't we'll, download it very annoyingly oh no dude. i know the worst damn it's just a great damn. video where it's a bunch of eagles fans before the super bowl there's hundreds of people in the streets and they they flip over a car and everybody oh, starts going crazy they're so excited and i couldn't help but think like man this really is like human beings being reduced down to their most base mammalian form right where like they don't know why flipping over this car is going to be so awesome but every single person in that crowd knows the second that car flips over it's time to fucking cheer and it is it is really Fantastic. I did put it in the chat if people want to pull it up on themselves because yeah. it is incredible. Uh, all right, y'all. Well, this it. is a very uh, NFL-themed episode of Snaps today. Um, we will get back to our regular programming tomorrow, a little college football. I did stumble across a picture of uh, Brent Venables and Steve Sarkeesian today, which cracked me up. So much fraud in one picture. We can break it down on tomorrow's Snaps. Uh, Aaron, what's up, man? Anything on the way out here? No, no, great show. Uh, now it's on to the USFL and XFL. Can't get, can't, can't get enough football all year long, baby. Might have to Hell, warm the old arm yeah. up and see if we got there and play again. Do we agree with this? Thomas Darren in the chat says Rihanna over Beyonce. I don't think I can get there. Yet. I'm there, firmly, firmly there. But we can't do this. There's, I'm, I'm firmly there. No, um, boys, there. boys, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie right now. You know, T Swift's new album really has me in my feelings at the moment. So yeah, you I mean, keep I'm saying that. Of, it's been good. It's that, been that's apples and bowling balls, though. 
Like that's it's, it's yeah, not a one to one comp like Rihanna and Beyonce. But we could we could do that as a whole show. But I'm there. Wait. Um. Okay. Last thing, Aaron. Have you played Hogwarts Legacy yet? No, I haven't had time. I'm a father of two mm, infants. It is it is very tough. But one day, one day soon. Uh, bro, I get it. You just got to cut out sleep. Okay, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Sacrificing sleep to get in uh, to get in little sessions here and there. Uh, it's so cool, dude. It's so good. It's so. I mean, I know. I know. Again. I don't care about the characters much, but if you like love Hogwarts in that setting, ooh, mm. damn. Mm. Mm. I'm I so excited. Love I love going all the class. I, I got a broom, bro. I'm flying all over now. It's it's awesome. Um, I don't believe you in the chat, My Way 23, so we're going to go. All right, look, huge thank you to everybody hanging out with us in the YouTube.com slash the volume chat. Uh, you want to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel that is great from is that true somebody okay i'll just say it for people listening somebody say no i muted it we're not repeating this no fandle sportsbook oh, app um download use the promo code snaps all kind of great deals and huge thanks to team snaps yeah I got Paulie Walnuts, it's Paul Farrington, Pat Gunner, Ryan Brumley, Danny Cardenas, and Adam Gracia. Gracias, Adam Gracia, being added to the list. I, I feel bad that it left you out this long. Uh, all right, y'all have a great day. We love you, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for some more snaps. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.